Thank you for listening to this talk, produced by the Art Gallery of South Australia.
so those of you that might know the history of the Archives Department of Law, it wasn't just the Archives that was there. We were a part of the public library of the New South Wales Archives. So we shared the contents of what we had found. And we didn't have our own paper book till then. And so that donation by Elgo in 1897 actually prompted the government to start thinking about building a paper book with the rights of the archives. And of course, that is where we wanted to stay the wing of the wing. And why we you know, really appreciate the wing being named after him is because it was his will that we have this history. Of course, over the course of the last 140 years or the, the 100 plus years of, of the Elgo project, the gallery has acquired some The wonderful first honorary curator of the Art Gallery of Victoria, Matthew Blue, who was also the head of the School of Design, was sent to England, sent to London, to acquire work for the gallery. And we have wonderful archives here at the gallery, and we can read to you all of the correspondence that came out of his work with the Gallery Library Board Chair about the work that he wanted to acquire for the collection. And he spent quite a lot of money. It uh, must have been a wonderful experience going to London at that time with money in your pocket, money to burn to buy incredible works of art for the collection. So, you know, in, in another way, HB Wilkes can be really credited with starting our collection as well because he was actually acquiring really private works. And in lots of ways, this is perhaps where our deep focus on British art from Matthew Blue comes in. Because when Will was in London buying art, he wasn't buying historic was buying contemporary art. And I think that's where we have to come from. And as we see the collection, we can see that we have a lot of really incredible contemporary British works from then and now. So they were buying works that were at the Royal Academy at that time, they're on display, works by Waterhouse, works by Vernon Jones. We've got the wonderful huge photograph of Boyd. And so you really see the sense of, of H.P. Wills really being on the pulse of what was happening one of the most famous acquisitions that we've ever purchased is the incredible work catalogue of photographs to commemorate Bill Gogan in the war. So these works really are works that changed the collection for the future. Quite incredible work. Now Alexander Melrose, of course we know Oscar Melrose from the King's Speech. Now you might not know Alexander Melrose as well as he might know you. Melrose was actually
Matthew Connection that we're doing this talk about things and also through my book about Facebook which you can see showing up on the Facebook section. Of course you would know the name Earthquake Haywood, a very important figure in the South Australian context. Of course Earthquake Haywood is the book of the top over that term Earthquake in that
difficult to write and to work through the stuff that I have to actually write down what I'm doing. So by now, I probably have some pretty good ideas of what I'm doing. Um, I have to write it down and then I have to put it together and put it into words and then put it back into the computer. So it's really a beautiful way of
you for the leadership continue to use that to inspire us and just beautifully finish it out with a quote to the great Brian Tracy who says the one and other act means little compared to the entire two act gathering that takes away from the adventure so I just wanted to start just that incredible chance to look at the world that we can live in and I thought just from the last week that I had just pulled together but also to think about the individual personalities and how you know it really is the people that kind of challenge the boundaries and bring us this different perspective to also looking at the larger picture because of course people like Raymond Burrier have had a he's had a very eclectic time he loves um, you know work from um, contact Greco-Roman work to beautiful um, Renaissance paintings um, Baroque paintings Greek paintings to Rodin one of the most famous sculptors of the late 19th century so you know it is quite interesting the way that individual thinkers that come out of different traditions can work through different ways of approaching the same kind of question and I would encourage you to as you walk around the gallery have a look at I think it's really interesting to know more about the people that work to support the gallery and also where these works have come from, the life that they've led before they got to the gallery. And that's one of the things that I really benefit from as I research works in this gallery. I love to sort of see whose path they've been on, where they lived before they came to sort of experience these works of art. Some of them, of course, were exiled directly from England while others were trapped hundreds of miles between Florence and Switzerland, sold, lost, sold to England. And those, those sorts of stories can really add to our understanding of the significance of these works of art and influences and um, help us piece together this amazing part of the gallery that goes say we're in the Morgan Thomas gallery and I thought when I was doing this research I thought I wonder all about Morgan Thomas and then I read that they think he accidentally made the gallery the money and I thought that was quite hilarious because he donated it to the, pu the public library of the gallery but I think that he may have had some sort of subscription to the gallery that he was paying for but that's okay we all benefit from it uh, so it was shared amongst the North Terrace Institution and we all made it a wonderful thing for the people of South Australia. So it's quite interesting to think about that little circuitous story at the end. Uh, but that's all I have to say about these wonderful benefactors. Thank you very much.